Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on. You throw down $5 on the Super Bowl, that team wins. You get $280 in free plays if you're a new customer. All right. Joined by the thesaurus of women's uh, or by Arizona women's college basketball, the great PJ Brown from the Arizona Daily Star. PJ, how are you doing? Doing great, Mike. How are you? Uh, always, uh, always excited to talk to you. So, you know, I've I've been traveling a little bit. You're going to be traveling a little bit today. Tell uh, tell the people up up there what you're going to be doing. Well, this afternoon I'm heading up to Tempe, that that place up north. Um, and I'm going to say it here, and people are going to get mad at me, but it is the worst arena, desert financials arena that I have ever been to. It is so disgusting. And I don't like going there. So I'm just putting that out there. Right. You know what it's it's funny about it too is that there's because you're exactly right. Um there's it's 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 drab, it's dull, and there's it's like going into a lifeless arena almost, just to start as you open up the door. Oh yeah. And then it's just disgusting inside, like the bathrooms aren't clean, the all this kind of stuff. And the Wi-Fi is horrible. So as a reporter, it's really hard to file my story. Or you probably won't uh, see a lot of tweets from me tonight because because of their Wi-Fi. Right. And they keep saying that, oh, it's we're fixing it or we fixed it. And it's the same right. every time I go. My, my favorite story is last time I was up there. <laughs> this is awesome. Last time we were, I was up there, um, I was asked about, because I was thinking to myself, I'm like, uh, my because generally I get pretty good service everywhere, you know, and uh, I'm like, all right, well, you know, it's probably just a college thing. Um, but Arizona, they rectified their Wi-Fi problems. I have no problem. I mean, they used to be a little bit of an issue. They rectified that. And uh, ASU still living in the Stone Age on that one, though. So, yeah. um, and if you if I if you really want me to get into a story, I got a story. Yeah, let's you. hear it. What do you got? It's pretty gross. So the bathroom that's near the media room is a family bathroom, which mm-hmm. is fine. Like, I don't care, right? right. Except that it has a urinal in it. Right. And right. Um, right. they never have enough toilet paper. And they and obviously, they never clean for this game. So the last time I went up, which was, I believe, two years ago, um, I thought, well, you know, when we interview Adia Barnes and the players on, on Arizona – we do it right in front of their um, locker room. And it's like there are stairs right there and the band comes up and there's a room where they put their um, okay. instruments in. So there's like a lot of chaos going on when we're interviewing um, the Wildcats. So I thought, well, their locker room's right there. Maybe I'll go to the bathroom there. And I'll always remember one of the former players, Bryce Nixon, said to me, I said, can I go in there? And she's like, you don't want to go in there. They peed in the sinks. Yuck. So, well, so that's the rivalry, folks. That's that, it. And I'm not even part of this rivalry, but well, there you go. Now, let me ask you this, though. So on the uh, on, on out of the bathroom, onto the court, let's yeah. uh what are you uh, what are you looking for in this game? What um, you know, let's obviously talk from an Arizona perspective first. Um you know, obviously making it, it's a rivalry game. ASU isn't nearly as good as Arizona. We know that. But what what is P.J. Brown looking for from the Cats in this game? Oh, it's going to be a really defensive game. Um, let's talk overall a little bit first. You mm-hmm. know, ASU 
always has a really physical defensive style. Right. And that's how they win. And they um, and they distribute the ball. Talk about balanced scoring. They usually have very balanced scoring. This year they have, and they have like one or two that players that sort of rise up, but they don't have a superstar. It's right. usually by committee. And in the past, Charlie, um, Charlie, their coach would mm-hmm. just like, it was like a hockey line, like five in, five out, five in, five out. Um, she, I don't, I haven't seen her do that quite this year. So it's a little different, but, um, but you know, these games are always tough. Even when Arizona state was the better team, um, you know, once in a while, Arizona would sneak a win in there and it wasn't an easy win all the time for Arizona state. Same thing. Now, last year, Arizona state beat Arizona towards the end of the season. Uh, And that wasn't expected because Arizona was a much better team than Arizona State. So these games, because the rivalry games, you know, everybody gets up for them and anything could happen. It's going to be a really a defensive tussle um, as they usually are. It's going to be low scoring. So get ready for a low scoring game where it's basically defense on defense and that's it. You know, and that's what I admire about what Adia Barnes is able to do, and we've talked about it before on here, is that she was able last year, she knew that she had a generational-type talent in an Ari McDonald where, you know what, I'm going to let you go. And it, you know, briefs, uh, it always cracked me up when people said, you know, at the end of the uh, Stanford game and the national title game, well, why did Ari shoot such a contested shot? That's Ari's shot right there. Adia Barnes gets that better than anybody else out there. But – you know, she knew that that's how we're going to build the team here. This year, when you watch him, it's a different style, and it kind of fits right into what you're talking about, too, with uh, ASU. We're going to be a little bit bigger. We're going to be a little bit more methodical, not slow, but methodical right there. And I agree with you. I think you're looking at a defensive-oriented game, but I think that's also part of the genius that is her. It's never square peg round hole with Adia Barnes. It's always, you know what, I'm going to adapt my philosophy to what my roster has at the time. And PJ, she's, I don't know that there's anybody better in the country than her at that. Yeah, it's been pretty incredible to watch this program evolve. Um, you know, she had a player in Aerie who came in, and Aerie wasn't Aerie when she came in. Right. It took her a while that year that she sat out to get to, you know, who who we all saw on the court. Mm-hmm. And, and it took her a while to get there, but... But she, as a former player, Adia, lets her players go. There is a freedom there that you don't see in a lot of other places. A lot of other places are really confined to whatever the system is. Now, if you talk about defense, it's she's strict on defense, Adia. Like, if you can't play defense, you're going to sit on the bench. Like, she just can't afford to have you out there. Right. And when she first came, her her thoughts around being a defensive team first was the fact that she couldn't recruit athletes and athletes with speed and tall women and all of this right. kind of stuff. She knew she wasn't getting that. And she had to, I mean, she's got some really incredible athletes on the team now and Shayna Pellington and uh, especially Ben Duyaney. 
But and Sam Thomas and, you know, you can go down the line. But when she first started, she knew she saw that she's not getting them. She's not recruiting the trees that, you know, Stanford, the Stanford trees, part of the pun. Yes. Yes. And so she had to figure out how do you manufacture offense? What do you do? And for her, the that's where the idea came to be a really tough in your face defensive team and create offense off of steals and transition and all of that. And that's where that all came from. And it does evolve every single year. There's a little, she changes it up just a little bit. So like, I know Aries not here this year, but the defense looks different this year. And I had a story, I had a piece in today's paper. I asked a D, I said, if you looked at the defense last year, when you were playing the defense you want to play, right? In the in the NCAA tournament, it looks different today than it did then. Why? What's going on? And she, you know, she goes through it and talks about how not only has everybody improved who's come back, the returners, so that looks better. But there are also, you know, it's more effective. She talked about, this was really interesting. She talked about stealing time in opponents' practices. So, and what the, she means by that is they have to prepare for her defense. Ah. They can't just focus on themselves in practice. They have to prepare for Arizona. And when you do that, that's when she said she knows that she's effective. You know, PJ, it's funny. It's not that Nadia Barnes needs any help with the branding or anything, but that is a brand right there. Stealing time in opponents' practices. That is absolutely fantastic. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're uh, – all right, so going into tonight, what uh, what are you looking for from ASU then? You know, is, is this a game – I get people all the time that ask me this, basically just, you know, very – is this a game that ASU can win? Wow. Um, that shouldn't stump me, but no, but um, it was, I, I was asked it last night and I had a, I, I had to look now, listen, I'm not nearly the expert that you are on it, but I had to look at some numbers. I had to look at some, um, I, I think it's, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I told them and then I'll let, I'll, I'll see the floor. It's going to be incredibly difficult for ASU to win this game. They're going to need a lot of things to go right. And on top of that too, uh, with the way that these women are playing right now, with the way that Adia Barnes is able to uh, to get them going, they're not going to look. They're not going to look past this rivalry game. I'd be very surprised by that. Right, I agree with that. I, you know, first I have to say that there's a reason. I've always believed there's a reason we play these games. Anything can happen on any day on any court, mm-hmm. and the fact that you're playing at their home, that's a little tough. And 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 that's always going to be tough. And and Arizona State last weekend, they swept too. Mm-hmm. So they're right. playing better ball. They're actually because they've been able to play finally after sitting out for such a long time with the COVID issues. Um, they're getting a little momentum. So now we're starting to see a little bit of who ASU really is. Before we had really no idea because they didn't play enough games. Right, right. Now we're starting to see that. So I, having said all that, I will say this. Arizona is one of the best teams in the country. 
They mm-hmm. are an elite program right now and they're playing like it. And, and what I mean by that is there are certain things that top programs do. So a game might be close for a half or something. Right. But at some point they wear you down and they take over. And that's what Arizona does. The other thing is that a lot of times teams get, we talk about teams placing too much emphasis on one game. Like last weekend, maybe it was the Oregon game. Like you get so up for that game that the next game, maybe you just don't have any energy left. That's not Arizona. They are a top team in the country and they don't care who you throw out and who they're going to play against. They're going to beat you for sure. They're going to come ready to beat you. Now in the leading up to last weekend, there were times maybe that they didn't start out the game really strong, but, but then they came back like, you know, only top teams can come back from a deficit like that. And then they beat you. Right. They don't get, they're at that point in the season. Now it's February. There are three weeks left in the regular season. They one game at a time. They focus on one game. They focus on being their best for this game. And there are a couple things in each game that Adia Barnes tells her team to focus on because the other team is going to do something and they need to shut it down. And that's it. That's their whole scope. It's none of this like, oh, last time we lost to Oregon and there was all this drama. No, they were a team that they had a face. They knew exactly what they had to do. They knew who the players were that they had to shut down and they took care of business. That's all these games are for the rest of the season is Arizona taking care of business. She is PJ Brown from the Arizona Daily Star. Again, PJ, tell people where, uh, and again, we don't do enough job, a good enough job here. Hype yourself up a little bit here. Tell people exactly, you know, your background and everything, because you're a one-stop shop for everything when it comes to Arizona women's basketball. So where can people find you all that good stuff? Sure. Um, You can find me on Twitter at PJ Brown 09. Mm -hmm. Um, And, the little secret is you can read all my stuff on the Wildcaster. Download the app on your phone. It's free and you can get all Arizona sports on there. So it's not only all my stuff on women's basketball, but we have softball that I cover. Mm-hmm. We have men's basketball that Bruce Pasco covers, football and baseball with Michael Lev, mm-hmm. Greg Hansen's columns. Um, all kinds of stuff from Alec White and Justin Spears. Justin I mean, hopping in there too, right? Everybody's in there. Caitlin, Caitlin Schmidt. You can read mm-hmm. her investigative stories and other stories. I mean, Wildcaster is the stop. You need the Wildcaster. Wall to wall Wildcats coverage is on there, and and especially if you check it out this morning or this afternoon before the game. You can read my story on Lauren Ware and her three-point shot. It's Mm -hmm. fascinating. So you won't want to miss that. And also, as we talked about earlier, Adia Barnes talks about her defense. See what she has to say about it. 
PJ, you are the absolute best. Uh, safe travels there and back, and we'll have you on again soon. As always, I can't thank you enough. Thanks a lot, Mike. It was fun. Yeah, as always. PJ Brown, Arizona Daily Star. All right. Again, big, big shout outs to PJ right there. She's absolutely the best. Love the shirt, too, that she had, by the way. All right. Now, I'm going to get into a little bit of some, a soapbox rant right here in just a moment. But first and foremost, need to talk about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. Here's the deal. You throw down $5 on the Super Bowl, and if that team wins that you pick, you get $280 in free plays. That simple. That easy. You're saying to yourself, Mike, it can't really be that simple. It can't really be that easy. It is that easy. And again, Arizona only, 21 and up. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They'll get you all taken care of. Again, DraftKings Sportsbook app. All right. Last night's Arizona men's basketball game was a travesty in one way. And I hate saying this because in the big picture of things, I don't matter. And the guy that I'm about to criticize is a titan in the industry or as has been. But that is Barry Tompkins and to a lesser extent, Dan Bellamini. Um, I grew up watching these guys. It was absolutely fantastic when they would get the call when Arizona was at uh, Maples Pavilion, Poly Pavilion, whatever. But last night was clearly a mail-in performance. And what I mean by that is almost every single player on the U of A men's basketball team had their name mangled, mispronounced, and that just cannot happen. And it got even worse. It got to the point where guys were throwing the ball or one player would throw the ball to another player and both guys would be misidentified by both the reporters or excuse me, both the commentators. That kind of stuff just can't happen in college athletics. And more more, more so than anything, it can't happen here in the Pac-12. You're already dealing with kind of this, uh, this feeling that it's a little bit of a um, – you know, a minor league conference. Well, what feeds into some of that too is what you saw last night. These guys didn't even make an attempt. I mean, how many times do I have to hear Umar Bal out there or Kirk Creasy from France or Estonia or Lithuania or whatever? And it just went on and on down the right. Nobody's name was pronounced correctly. And again, it was almost kind of like they made light of it throughout the game. That's got to stop. That would never happen in a Duke-North Carolina matchup. That would never happen in a Kentucky or a Kansas game. It just wouldn't. There's, there's no other way around it. It just would not happen. And I think that's the issue right here is that, you know, after – I get it. Some people are going to mispronounce names from time to time. But this is much deeper than that. This is not even looking at the pronunciation guide, which is readily available to you in the media books. It's not that hard. You can make you can make that work, especially guys that were in the industry as long as this. And to be clear, it has nothing to do with age. QB Brown is probably one of my handful of favorite commentators out there. QB Brown's what I would assume well over 80. But you know what? He takes it seriously. What you saw last night was two guys that didn't take it seriously. And it was disappointing from an Arizona and a Pac-12 perspective because right now Arizona is your marquee basketball program in the conference. And that was not a broadcast last night that was befitting of that. Okay. One thing that is befitting of it, though, is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code word PHNX. Here's the deal. Throw down $5 on a game. 
you get $280 in free plays if that team wins. I like the Rams to win tomorrow or on Sunday. I think the Rams are going to win fairly easily. So here's what you say. Here's what you do. You go in, you sign up, new members only, and you throw down $5 on the Rams to win. Then you get $280 in free plays if that play hits. And then you know what? It's all up to you what you're going to do from there. DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Okay. Little quick little preview for tomorrow. Arizona is going to be playing the Washington Huskies. We'll obviously be on here with the post-game show, but a couple things to keep an eye on. First of all, Washington just smacked ASU. That doesn't necessarily mean anything, but Washington's an interesting team because Terrell Brown Jr., who was in the Arizona backcourt last year, is their best player and a guy who could be the conference player of the year this year. He's leading the team in points and, uh, excuse me, points and steals. And honestly, if I'm having to pick who the conference player of the year is right now, I'm not saying that I wouldn't pick him. Now, I'm not, uh, you know, uh, I'm not a voter or anything. I'm not the PJ Brown types of the world, but that would be, you know, if I did have that privilege, that would be somebody that I would very much consider. That said, Arizona should still win this game by 10, 15 points. This shouldn't be a close game. And at the end, I don't expect this to be a close game. Okay. We will be back with you tomorrow on the post game. Also, I wanted to give a special shout out to Caitlin Lowe. Nice first victory for the new uh, era of Arizona softball. But uh, for PJ Brown, I am Mike Luke. And thank you so much for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.